I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems. But getting therapy has its own problems, too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and, of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Good morning, evening, afternoon, whatever time of day it is where you're at. Welcome to Collider Dailies. I'm John Algitz, and joining me as always is the true star of Wonder Woman 1984. Maggie Lovett. I've been waiting. (laughs) I have been waiting so long to introduce you like that. And just today just today just felt right. right. Today felt like the day. So I decided that was that we were going to go for it. How are I'm you doing pretty, today, Maggie? I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. I'm glad to hear that. I am very tired. <laughs> Aren't you always? I need you to come up with something else that you're feeling when we record. So I actually, as I explained to to Perry last week, I've been forcing myself to have a, a proper like human sleep schedule. It's kind of backfiring a little bit right now because like I'm I'm still just not getting enough sleep. Uh because my body just won't let me sleep mm. but you know here we are also on top of that i was just so so hyped after seeing the grand theft auto 6 trailer yesterday that i just wasn't really able to uh actually sleep that's not going to be a topic today but i figure we should talk about it just a little bit because it yeah. is kind of a kind of a big deal rockstar games did release the trailer for grand theft auto 6 they released it early seems like they were releasing it because they were kind of being forced to because of leakers and things of that nature but it is officially out you can go and watch it uh at your leisure it is on collider.com yes it is on collider.com you can go check it out there it's also like eight billion other places uh but it is it looks it looks spectacular i'm so excited i was in college still when gta 5 came out i was living in a garage and now i am a full-grown adult with bills and like i have to pay rent on my own apartment and it's a whole thing so i'm in a much different life state than i was when gta 5 came out so i am pretty excited for gta 6 pretty annoyed that it's not coming until 2025 you would think after 10 plus years of you know being able to work on the game that they would be in a better spot but you know whatever i'd rather have a finished product than one that is a buggy mess that was rushed out the door so all right i'll take it maggie do you have any (laughs) thoughts or feelings towards grand theft auto uh, not really. Uh, I love Rockstar Games, but I am a Red Dead girly, so that's kind of my um, 
the extent of my knowledge, but I will admit that the trailer looked kind of cool. I like that they have a female protagonist, um, even if that makes all of the, the fanboys very mad. Um, I'm surprised. I didn't see as much outrage about the female protagonist yesterday as I thought I was going to. Well, you are blessed because I definitely saw it on the YouTube uh, video for it. I mean, it was there. I'm not going to yeah. say it wasn't there, but I'm sure I think that a lot of those people, a lot of those people got their anger out when it leaked yeah like months back yeah. uh and we also so like, it was a, a delayed release too because people thought it was coming out today and it came out kind of late last night and so those people oh, had, yeah. had the time to like fully you know bake in it, their anger it is true maybe maybe i should stay away from twitter today because yeah. maybe it'll be extra bad today as opposed to yesterday when the trailer came out yeah uh, and people but- like and you know the the rage bait sites and stuff hadn't had enough time to like fully come up with their like i can't believe they have this person um i already saw some like pretty heinous ones of people comparing her to abby in the last of us and being like well at least she's hot and i'm like y'all are so weird <laughs> like people, people are freaking weird but uh yeah so grand theft auto 6 trailer Go check it out. Go watch it. Uh, be kind in the comment section about it. Uh, but I think it looks great. I'm looking forward to playing it. It like the butt physics. I was I was taken aback by by the butt <laughs> physics. But that's regardless. Uh, today's actual topics. We're going to talk about Spider Man Noir's live action series getting a showrunner. We're going to talk about Race for Glory. Uh, new Daniel Bruhl film that I'm sure Maggie is going to have just a field day talking about. But before that, we got to start off with a little bit of Zack Snyder news. So uh, Steve Weintraub got a chance to talk to Zack Snyder at CCXP and got a little bit of an exclusive insight into his upcoming animated series twilight of the gods which is a netflix project because Zack snyder and netflix have a pretty big deal going on right now with rebel moon and everything around that coming out so twilight of the gods is another thing that he's working on it's an animated series and he basically told steve that he is being given a lot more creative freedom with this project which one of the things that he specifically called out and kind of like the, the, the clickbaity side of this article is that he said, uh, the series will include a lot of sex because it's fun. <laughs> fair point. That's fair reasoning. Kudos to Zack Snyder on that front. Maggie, you, you seem like you have some opinions. I do. I think that in like the last five years, we've seen a weird push, um, largely kind of centered on social media of what people have coined puritines being like deeply offended, very against, very loudly against any amount of like sex or intimacy in, um, either like animated series or animated shows or movies or television. And I do like that Zack Snyder seems not to have been um, compelled by any of those loudmouths on social media. Uh, and, you know, I'm very much of the mind that like sex is something that serves a purpose in almost every movie television show that I've ever seen. Um, and I don't think that should be something that we go back to being like 
super censored about in the entertainment world. Uh, so this, I was really excited to see this. I was already kind of interested in this series because it's based off of like Norse mythology, which is something I have like a weird interest in. And the voice cast looks incredible. And I, you know, as much as I hate to admit it, I am quite partial to a lot of Zack Snyder projects. So like, I am really curious to see what he does with it. And everything he said to Steve at CCXP seems like, okay, you have me interested. <laughs> I will say I, as far as the like intimacy in, in films or TV, I, I think that we should not be afraid to show it. We should not uh, steer clear of showing it, but I do think that it needs to serve a narrative purpose. Yeah. Like all things, I think if you're going to have any any element in a story, it should serve the story or it should serve the characters yeah. in some fashion. So I think if you're going to have more sex in something, you should have it for a reason and not just to have sex. That yeah. being said, it could be one of those things where like, you know, because sex can do a lot of things. Sex can further the narrative. Sex can further character arc. Sex can also tell you a lot about the world that, the characters are inhabiting because if sex is such a common thing and like there's debauchery everywhere that says a lot about the world uh, that these people are occupying. So, you know, I think that it just needs, it needs to have, there needs to be a reason. It's not just, we're going to have a lot of sex because it's fun, which is hilariously yeah. like, is <laughs> what is line is. But, uh, but it does seem like it, it must serve like a narrative point for like this, the plot that he's describing to Steve about the show. And like some of that, um, it does seem like it will most likely serve a point. And he's probably hyping it up more so than it actually is ultimately going to be. Yeah. I very much feel like just knowing what I know about Snyder, I feel like that was very much like a tongue in cheek <laughs> statement. Yes, but if he wants More to take down the Puritans, I, I ha he has my full support. <laughs> take them down. I'm tired of them. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, I think that Twilight, uh, what was it called again? Twilight of the Gods. Twilight of Gods. For some reason, I keep, there's like so many, so many things have been called Twilight of. Yeah. And my brain keeps swapping all of them together. For some reason, I want to keep saying Twilight of the Hammer. Maybe it's because I've played so much World of Warcraft back in the day that the Twilight Hammer, like, is a whole thing. I don't know. Like, I just keep mixing up the title. So I apologize for that one, Zach. I will uh, say, I'm sure it's gonna Netflix be great. has a lot of really good, like, mythology-based adult animation yeah. series. Like, I love Netflix's animation slate. It's so good. Yeah, I'm I will say I I'm not I'm not as big of a of a Zack Snyder fan. I'm not super stoked for Rebel Moon or anything like that. But uh I will definitely be checking this one out just because mm -hmm. looking at the plot synopsis and looking at some of the other stuff that we've that's been revealed about it, I am definitely on board for it. And plus animation, I feel like it's just one of those things that it's almost in a weird way. It's almost easier for me to digest an animated series than for me to digest a live action series. I yeah. don't know. Maybe I'm weird like that, but no, I love, I mean, I love animation. Um, I think it's one of the more fascinating art forms because you can do so much more with it than you can obviously with like a human cast, but it still maintains so much like humanity because of the voice actors and like the emotion and the stories that they play with. So I'm always here for more animated stuff. So if you are, you know, at all interested in Viking kings and queens, Norse gods, dwarves, and apparently a lot of sex, then <laughs> Twilight of the Gods 
will probably be the series for you. So you should definitely <laughs> check that out. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. If you are not somebody who is big into animation, though, maybe you want something a little bit more live action, in which case maybe you should check out Spider-Man Noir. I feel like that was a that was a pretty solid segue, although I ruin it by calling out the fact that it's yeah, a solid I wasn't segue. going to. I was going to call it out because I was like, look at that beautiful segue. You played off of what I was setting up for you. But you're hey. uh Yeah. So there is a Spider-Man Noir live action series that is coming down the pipeline. Uh, if you didn't know that it was happening, it's happening. I'll be honest with you. I completely forgot that this was happening until I saw this news and I was like, oh, right. Yeah, that's a thing that is happening. Uh, so, yes, the Spider-Man Noir live action series has a showrunner. Finally, it is Steve Lightfoot. If you recognize that name. OK, you pay a lot of attention to who works <laughs> behind the scenes. I don't know many people who could just name showrunners off the top of their head, but he's actually uh, he's going to be sharing responsibilities with writer Oren Uz. Uziel, sure uh he's gonna be sharing showrunner responsibilities but steve lightfoot actually uh worked on netflix's the punisher so he does have some uh experience in that sort of gritty live action superhero space i think that if anyone can do it probably he can do it maggie are you looking forward to a spider-man noir live action series ran by steve lightfoot um i will admit that i was not super excited about the series before his attachment to it um as somebody who was a huge fan of the punisher and everything that series did except some of the choices in the last season but that's neither here nor there um mostly because i just wanted it to continue it felt like there was still like a lot of places they could have gone with that character after that season but uh, i will say that his involvement definitely has uh this series like now kind of on my radar more um i mean spider-man noir is like a cool character but unless you bring like a lot of depth and stuff to it i feel like it it's kind of surface level so i am super excited to see what happens with it and i do have to say that i am one of those people who know showrunners so well it's kind of our job to be extra nerdy so of course we would know showrunners i mean i knew it before Um, i was in this job so all right. Well, you know, if you just want to keep sitting there and just hyping up your nerd pedigree, that's fine. You can keep doing that. I will say the idea of a live action Spider-Man noir series does intrigue me quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, I love noir as a genre and as a style. It is something that I, I'm very sad that we don't see a lot of these days. We'll see like neo noir and sort of like, you know, noirish elements in a lot of films and TV shows these days, but we don't see something that is like specifically, Hey, we're going like full Maltese Falcon on this. Do you want it to be something like Sin City ish? Because that was very much like a comic book noir vibe to it. I feel like that's probably the way this is going to be, to be honest. If I had to venture a guess just based upon the style of the comic itself. And if I was adapting it, how would I do it? It would, it would lean very heavily into, into sort of the sin city vibe. Um, I did quite like sin city. I didn't see the sequel. Yeah. Um, just because it kind of like, it seemed like that film came and went. 
but you know, it is what it is. That being said, I am going to be checking this out as soon as it comes out. Uh, it's it's coming. That's the important. That is the important part. Do you know what else is coming, Maggie? <laughs> I don't know. Hmm. A certain movie starring a certain actor uh, called Race for Glory Audi versus Lancia. Uh, yeah, it's a car racing movie starring Daniel Brühl and Ricardo Scar- Scam- Scamarch. I always want to say Scaramucci, but that's not right. No. Scamarchio. I believe is how you say his last name. Uh, Yeah. So we have the, we have an exclusive look at the trailer over at collider.com. You should go over there and check it out. It looks really good. I watched this a couple of times last night and I'm on board for it. Racing films is one of those sort of things where I feel like there's, there's two, there's two camps when it comes to racing movies. You've got your Fast and the Furious, like, oh, yeah, we're here for the testosterone race movies. Yeah. And then you have the, this is like a, a like serious drama that just happens to have cars in it. And I feel like we're we're going very much for the latter on that one instead of the former. Uh, Maggie, you, <laughs> you are, you're excited about this movie. I am uh, excited. I feel uh, like for a few reasons. Yeah, for a few <laughs> so, reasons. But I have been tracking this movie since it was like first announced and then like was in production and then like was in the bidding wars at Cannes. And I'm very excited that Lionsgate have it and like has it because uh, I do really like Lionsgate and their rollout for a lot of their movies. So I'm very hopeful that it gets a good rollout when it comes out in January. Um, and I, yes, I am a big fan of racing movies, even though I am not somebody who has like ever watched NASCAR or anything like that. I I like the drama of it more than most um, like sports movies with like the drama to it. I'm never really somebody who's watching like baseball drama movies and stuff like that. Um, But I do think like my personal interest in racing movies started with like my very first thing that I I acted in. I was in a NASCAR um, like made for TV movie about like the, the, the journey of of NASCAR basically. Uh, and I was in that and that kind of like sparked my interest in like, Oh, there's like so much drama and like interpersonal, like drama and chaos and like high emotions and stuff. Um, but I've liked pretty much every, um, racing movie that's been out there, like Ford versus Ferrari, uh, Adam driver's Ferrari, um, rush, obviously, which is like one of my favorite movies. I watch it every time I fly. Cause it's in the in flight. Um, so I am really excited for this one. Uh, and I'm curious about like the, the choice to change the title. Cause previously it was called to win, uh, stylized with the number two. Uh, so I am curious with the, the shift, if it's following kind of the same pattern as like Gran Turismo changed it to Gran Turismo based on a true story. Um, if that, like if they found in marketing that that helps get people interested, if they know what the story is about and since this I is could, about Audi and Lancia I could see the the original title making it seem like this is going to be a little bit more of that former category of racing movie because having a number in the title is a little yeah it's a little fast almost yeah yeah so I, I I like this title although this title race for glory kind of sounds like a made for tv movie um but you know, it is, I am pretty excited about it. It looks, it looks great. You know, covering the events of the 1983 rally world championship. I, I will say that when it comes to racing, I'm a bigger fan of rally rally racing than any other type. I don't really care for formula one. I definitely don't care for NASCAR. Like it just doesn't excite me. Uh, so rally and a lot of that sort of stuff. I am a big fan of, I'm much more of a motorcycle guy than a car guy. Mm. Uh, like I'll, I'll watch, you know, an enduro cross race any day, whereas a car race, I'll be like, eh, okay, it's happening. 
I guess. Uh, but this movie does look quite good and it has quite the cast. I yeah. think that it's going to be it's going to be a movie that a lot of people are going to are going to be talking about this movie. I think when it comes out, I have a feeling yeah. that it's going. I also to be... think it, if it doesn't do well initially in the theaters, I think once it hits like streaming and VOD, I think it'll definitely even like continue to grow because we've seen that with a lot of these these releases. People see it once they have access to it, then it becomes an even bigger thing. I mean, that happened with Gran Turismo. It didn't do super well at the box office. And then when it hit streaming, people are like, oh, this movie's actually pretty good. This is so cool. So yeah. you just have to find your audience. So I'm hoping that it does well. January is a hard month because uh, it's right after the holidays, but I'll be seeing also, it. Also, <laughs> historically, it's not so much anymore, but that used to be the month where studios dumped their movies to die. And it, now um, it's not. So, yeah. So, so they kind of they kind of stopped doing that with a lot of things. They kind of just realized they're like, January is just another month. Let's just kind of treat it. Like it is, and we can drop good movies in the first of the year and be fine. Um, but I have faith just based off the trailer and what I know as far as the actual people who produced it. I have faith that it is going to be a pretty, pretty solid film all around. If you want to see the trailer, of course, obviously get over to Collider.com. You can check it out there. Uh, yeah. I highly recommend it. And with that, that is our show for the day. Maggie, are you are you excited for a new month for a new time <laughs> of collider dailies? Uh yes. <laughs> this is going to be a really chaotically busy month for me, but yes. <laughs> I will say trying to figure out like trying to work the schedule because like so much stuff is going on because of the holidays and then like you got collider dailies and you got my regular responsibilities for collider and everything like that. Trying to find the time to then. shove stuff in where I can is, is being a, being a struggle there. I, I bet you that there will be episodes of this show where I will be at my parents. So you're going <laughs> to see like, probably like my mom's knitting room behind me, as opposed to a wall of video games. You really you uh, should have just left that up for like uh, a surprise and be like, I've taken up a new hobby. <laughs> <laughs> I've transformed my entire room into a sewing room. Yeah, because my mom. So when I moved out, my mom turned my bedroom into a sewing room. And the only remnants of it being my bedroom left is there is a tiny twin size bed shoved in the corner for when I come visit. And my mom is very, very clear when I come visit. She's like, this is not your room. This is my sewing room. You just sleep in it. And I'm like, mom, this is the room I grew up in. You want to like have a little bit more respect? <laughs> You're like this. This was the the home of of somebody who's on Collider Dailies. Oh my god, it's a, it's it's a, a little a, historical plaque outside the door. <laughs> that's 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 a that's little a bit too much. I don't know if you need to have a plaque for the least famous member of Collider Dailies. <laughs> or now. It's not a race. Uh, but anyways, I hope that it's you guys a have a glory. You had to get one in. You just had to. Uh, I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your day. We will be back. Uh, well, me and Maggie will be back at the end of the week. I think we're currently scheduled for Friday. Tomorrow is going to be Stephen Perry. So look out for them doing all kinds of Stephen Perry things. You've <laughs> seen their episodes. You know what to expect from their episodes. They're fantastic. Uh, be sure to jump in and watch them we will see you Friday or possibly earlier if something catastrophic happens probably not it's going to be Friday uh, so I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week and we will catch you next time <laughs>
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.